Hello friends, my name is James Hawkins Jones, and as always I'm joined by my good friends Brian Castiglione and Anthony Alessino, as well as my younger brother, Jack Hawkins Jones. On this show we're all about parlays, overs, unders, spreads, and money lines. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Parlay What is up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Parlez-Vous podcast. No Jack today. We got absentee Anthony Alessino. We got Brian Castiglione behind the desk, and your boy is Jimmy Hawkins. Before we get into the football, in a very, very shocking, quick-moving turn of events, Tuesday night, Mandy Rose drops the NXT women's title on NXT, whatever is their show called, anything, on whatever, on the NXT television show on Tuesday. Wednesday morning, she's released. Why is she released, Brian? She's released because she had content behind a paywall. I don't know what it, paywall it was. It wasn't um, OnlyFans, but some fan, fan time. time. Was that another one? Uh, I guess so. So the company that not even 15 years ago had a weekly television segment called Kelly Kelly's Expose in which said Kelly Kelly would do a erotic strip tease take all of her clothes off on the top, t- remove her bra, and cover her nipples with her hands on USA Network at the start of the second hour. Well, then they moved it to ECW. But was it always on ECW or was it on Raw at first? I think it might have always been on ECW. So fine, about 9.30 on a Tuesday night on Sci-Fi Network, yeah. we got this shit going on. Remember when Edge and Lita consummated their marriage on Monday Night Raw? Do you remember when that happened, Brian? Now we're firing somebody for having spicy content behind the paywall. And the rumor is that she was making more from that than she was on her contract. Uh, the money from her fan time was compared to main roster money, is what I saw. Man. So how do we feel about this? All right, let's get into it. So here we go. <clears throat> Clearly, she knew she was doing something wrong. And by wrong, I mean against her contract. Because... She wasn't using OnlyFans, which is arguably the biggest um, racy paywall website, right? We all agree, disagree. We all feel like it's that. yeah, it's it's the YouTube of of spicy content, yes. I guess. Yeah. So to avoid that spicy content page and use a separate one, and then still do well and make money off of it, right? She had to realize something was going on. She had to say, "I want my cake, eat it too." Now, today. Price went from twenty five to forty dollars a month. On her? On her on her page, yeah. She she bumped it. Well, now she's gonna start getting into all sorts of shit. Before you keep going, did you see any of the content? Because I was like super mad at first, but then I was like, let me see, because people screenshotted and put shit out on that's how she got caught. Like that's how it happened. Nah, I think I should I think I should do some research. Just go on do you have Reddit on your phone? <laughs> what? Do you have Reddit? Yeah, dude, what are they so fuck literally literally just search on reddit mandy rose nudes because there are some of them in there and we'll pull them up but there's no video today we can't show this anyway but we'll um we're gonna pull them up but there's a couple of these pictures where it's her and her mans who i don't know if he is or isn't a wrestler or someone who's relevant but they're in the shower like basically doing sex like pictures of them in the shower committing acts of sex right there and, like, I kind of get it when the WWE of today in 2022 is still a PJ, PG company, you know? Like, we're operating. We have a lot of contracts with USA. We have a 
five billion dollar contract, I believe, is the number with Fox. Jeez. Right. So like these are family friendly networks. I'm just supposed to scroll down until I see something crazy. I no search nudes. Mandy Rose nudes. Oh, that's awful. Because <laughs> <laughs> like there's a difference between what Tony Storm is doing and what Mandy is doing, and they're not even close to the, like. Nothing come up. Uh, maybe just Google it, or maybe maybe WWE had it um, scrubbed already. But I had pulled them up before. So please hold. Go ahead. It's a really weird thing because it's her body, and it's not during her contract. Yeah, dude, it's obviously you. I got it. You see what we're saying here? Like this is. The difference between spicy content and pornography. <laughs> you know what we're saying, Brian? No, no, that one makes it pornography. The other one's spicy content, but this one's one, spicy. This second, one's porn. I see insertion. You know, <laughs> so I kind of feel like no, no, it's an act of sex, dude. And then like shit like this. What are you gonna do, dude? <laughs> Does anybody hate it? Like, does anybody actually hate it? You know, obviously the WWE hates it. The Peacock Network hates it, probably, dude. NBC, Fox—they all hate it. All right, can't imagine USA loves it. All right, so here's 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 my take. Ready? Here it is. I know you're all fucking clamoring to hear my take. Here it is. She, if she's making more money through whatever paywall she's using now than she was with WWE. There's a very good chance that WWE went up to her and said, "Hey, listen, we found this shit. It leaked. It needs to stop. We're gonna we're gonna shut it down. We're gonna make it stop. You just you know we're gonna hide these or we're gonna come. We're gonna we're gonna approach these this news as leaked footage or whatever the case may be. But shut your shit down. Right. And no no big deal. Or don't. But we gotta release you. And I think Mandy literally made that choice and said, "Release me." If the, if it's between me not being able to have this second income, which is more than my first income, right. I don't have to travel, I don't have to throw my body around, and I could just throw my body around, I'll do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm sorry. Yeah, and come 90 days time, TK, blank check for her. All right, does TK not have a blank check waiting for her? I mean, it's a blank Does check. Impact not have a check waiting see now, for her? See, now the balls are... There's places no, to go. The, 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 the thing is now, she's infinitely more powerful. For, in the next 90 days, she can infinitely grow more powerful by doing full frontal nudity and by doing basically a porno. I mean, she can become more more racy and more of a... What's the word you, what's the word you want to use? Just say, fuck it, I'm going for it now. I'm just doing whatever and, I'm comfortable and, and open, with doing. And be, and be open and, and totally upfront and brash about it. And then... Start posting about it on Instagram right. and shit. And like then really when it's Tony Khan's time, then he's like, all right, good. She brings viewership. She brings this. She brings that. She brings in... And this is fucked up, but a lot of stories are pulled from real real life. She br- she brings an instant storyline behind her. Like instant instant heel. Instant storyline. Instant monster instant heel. heel. I'm fucking sexy. This, that, this, that, this, And that, she just spent the last 18 months, if they sent her back down to NXT, rebuilding herself, reworking on her in-ring skills. And she's on a monstrous run with the NXT women's title. Which is so crazy. And like, like that's and why... The when, timing was weird. When I saw on Twitter last night, she dropped the belt to Roxanne. I was like, that's weird. Mm-hmm. Like, that's odd timing to just drop the belt on a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Like, when there was just TakeOver 
three weeks ago, yeah. two weeks ago? Like, or was it TakeOver? I whatever their Royal Rumble oh, pay-per-view no, was. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, was it a TakeOver? Whatever it was. But they definitely, I mean, the, she's extending the, she's really blurring the fucking lines with that photo. You know, a nip slip every now and again, but those are, those are line blurring photos right there. So. You're, sa- you're saying for the WWE standpoint. Or yeah, you, I think yeah. at some point the WWE's like, yo, you, you know. Because like, I'm saying for the WWE standpoint, I get that stuff. But like at the end of the day, personally, whatever you want to do, do. I don't care. But I mean, but like, then again, WWE, like like we said the other night, like they, well, they so wanted to do Playboy. Here, they wanted you to be in Playboy. They used to reveal the Playboy covers on Raw. Really? When I, when all Maria was on it, Candice Michelle was on it, and they made it a featured storyline. The woman who did the Playboy cover got a fucking run with the belt, dude. Every time, every year. Diva, more often than not, am I wrong? Didn't no, 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 no. I mean, you, correct me if I'm wrong. I know Maria Canellas did it. I know Candice Michelle did it. China, Michelle, did Tori Michelle Wilson. McCool ever do it? She might not have. Tori Wilson did it. China? A, yeah, China. A bunch of them did it. Yeah. Here's where the problem lies for me. Everything I said, like understanding the, the contracts and the, the PG rating and all of that. The problem for me lies within, we're not going to go to 15 years ago. We're not going to go to 10 years ago. I'm not even going to go to five years ago, guys. Then known as Ember Moon, now known at the ring name Athena, just won the Ring of Honor Women's Championship at Final Battle. She was told by WWE that she was not sexy enough and that she should try to be more like Mandy. They told her you should be more like Mandy. And then they fucking caught her. And now she's in. She didn't do any of that. She's a good wrestler. They're both great wrestlers. She signs with Tony Khan. She's at AEW. She's working Ring of Honor. I imagine they're going to separate Ring of Honor from AEW now, that they're going to be on the Honor Club. So she's the Ring of Honor women's fucking champion. They're both great wrestlers. Like, I just, the hypocrisy is what bothers me. That's the point. It's so fucking hypocritical to tell one girl she's not sexy enough. And she should be more like girl B and then tell girl B, well, you're being too sexy. So now you're also both of you going to the wasteland. Here are your future endeavors. It's fucking out of control, dude. Yeah, but it doesn't, it doesn't like you're, you're making like, don't, you know, like don't cry for me. Like, what do you, what do you, what do you, Athena's doing well. Mandy Rose is going to do well. If it didn't work out in one spot, it'll work out in one another. And, and WWE is incredibly corporate that way. So from a, from a standpoint of a fan, like, you're still going to get to see Mandy Rose wrestle. You're still going to get to see Athena wrestle. And you're still going to get to watch her shake her ass or do full-on porn if you want to. Because... Do acts of, of sexual activity in, um, in could, a shower, in a hot tub, maybe. You because know, you whatever could do she's all, feeling. You could do all that. You know what I mean? Like, so, you know, I mean... I don't think Tony Khan gives a rat's ass what you do. I Don't wrestle for another company without telling me. That's all Tony Khan cares about. I just, Be here on Wednesday for TV and don't wrestle for other companies without talking to me first. It's a weird it's a weird thing. And at the end of the day, I think she was given the ultimatum. I think it was her decision. I think they were like, yo, stop your shit. We found some weird shit. Weird to us, you know. Weird to WWE. You gotta stop that. Or we gotta we gotta let you go, Mandy. And I think Mandy was like, yo, like it's her boyfriend or husband? I uh, whatever. Imagine don't, it's her husband. Don't know. So I fuck my husband in our house and make more money to stay home and make more money <laughs> than I would if I traveled around, you know, I, oh, oh, and exposing myself. I'm already showing everything but my nipples. And obviously the front, 
posing for WWE and NXT and walking around. Like it's not like they. It's not like WWE had her in a turtleneck every week. You know what I mean? They didn't. No. So they used her body like they in one way or another. Like men would look like for fuck's sake. She was one of the women, one of the few women on the roster current day where they made it a point for you to look at her. Right. Right. So yeah, hundred percent. At the end of the day, if you're Mandy, you're like. Nah, fam, you use my body too much. I'm going to use my body now. Yeah. So I'm cool with it. I mean, I think Mandy is going to make more money now. Even more money than she was making. And probably more power to more her. More fun. I don't, I don't know. Uh, depends what you quantify as fun. But, you know. One more quick one on the uh, sports entertainment. And then we'll move on. Today, I don't know if you saw this. It was confirmed today that Mercedes Vernado... FKA Sasha Banks, her exit from WWE was orchestrated the summer of 2022. January 1st, she is eligible to start taking bookings. We know she will be at Wrestle Kingdom, New Japan Pro Wrestling, which is interesting because now that it now that it seems like we know January 1st is when she's available to take bookings, nothing probably matters, but there's still the Carl, the machine gun Carl Anderson is wrestling at Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. For the open neverweight belt, I think, he's right? Defending it. Yeah, and that she's working for WWE right now. He's going to be the first contracted WWE wrestler that's allowed to wrestle for New Japan Pro Wrestling. So the rumors, the rumblings are that there's, hey, we did this for you. Can you do something for us? Royal Rumble's coming up. We'd love to get that guy Switchblade on the show. Hundred percent. You know. Hundred percent. And you know what? I hate to break it to everybody. That's good business. That's how it's supposed to be done. Take one of the keep, top stars from keeping, New Japan Pro Wrestling. Legitimate. We don't have to be the ones. Fans. We don't have to be the ones because, like, the whole thing with Vince Forever was, well, they're not. They're great over there, but they're not exposed to our market. Well, the majority of wrestling fans probably watch what both of what's on TV. AEW. Adult male who watches pro wrestling is pretty much watching WWE and AEW at the at the minimum if you don't watch this the super indie yeah, stuff has a wide knowledge of of the space so who already brought Switchblade Jay White into the American market AEW and Tony oh, Khan God. so he already did a nice little run with AEW they did the the Forbidden Door pay-per-view in July or June yeah. which was New Japan Pro Wrestling and AEW and for the whole build up to it all of these Jap- uh, Japan New Japan guys were over there so you don't even have to worry about that people are going to know right away it's going to be a huge pop that's great. But what we're talking about is Sasha Banks. So now open to take bookings, doing the Tokyo Dome. Okay. Is she Soraya's tag partner on the January 11th episode of Dynamite? Mm. And do you want that? Where do you want to see her to go? Should she just go have a run in Japan? I think it'd be cool to see her have a run in Japan. I think that'd be, that'd be, that'd be cool. Japan apparently offered her $100,000 per appearance, which is the most That's of anybody money. besides Okada. That's pretty cool. That really helps the the the, the woman re- the woman's revolution we'll call it of 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 pro wrestling, a woman being paid that much, right? Just her to show up in New Japan is a huge fucking deal. So if I'm her and I'm getting a hundred a hundred thousand appearance, I might be a match, not an appearance. You know what I mean though. But um, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna run with that for a little bit. I'm gonna see see what I can do. You're not gonna get those matchups. Like those, you can really have a bunch of dream matchups in in New Japan, and then a year from now, what WWE's not going to take you back? Stop it. AEW wouldn't. AEW doesn't. I think she should do what Matt Cardona did. Yeah. Just go everywhere. Just go everywhere. Just go but everywhere. But she also doesn't need to. 
Because she can, she, it's different. It is different. I, as fucked up as it sounds, it's different between guys and girls. She has a million other avenues that where she can make money. But so, and I'm and I'm not saying like Mandy Rose. I don't mean like that avenue. But I'm saying there's a million. No Hollywood. Avenues. Yeah. Hollywood. She Linda was Matt, in. She's Matt in the Mandalorian. Matt, yeah, Matt Cardona is not a bad looking dude, but I don't know if he's just gonna get a star in a role of a movie. Well, yeah, know? she's already been in stuff. She was in right. the Mandalorian. She was in something else. Her cousin is Snoop Dogg. Like she. Right. She does don't, have. Don't tie yourself up and don't tie yourself to the name Sasha Banks because. Well, it's not. It's Mercedes Monet. She filed all of these trademarks right. for Mercedes Monet and the Monet Maker and all this other shit. What? The Monet Maker. Yeah. The Monet Maker, dude. But to me, it's not like I. I think we're at. A, I think we're at a point in, in. I think this is why AEW makes the most sense because it's a third of the schedule, if that, of the WWE yeah. schedule. They shoot everything on Wednesdays, although now with Ring of Honor going to Honor Club, how are we shooting all of these shows in one sitting? You know, but that's a conversation for another day. But assume it's AEW. You show up for TV on Wednesday, fly out Wednesday night or Thursday morning. Britt Baker is a practicing dentist and while she's working, you know, while yeah, she's she working. She doesn't for work interviews. Wednesday, Thursdays. Yeah. You go to TV Wednesday, fly home Thursday. You have the whole rest of the week to do whatever. The, fly back to L.A., shoot Mandalorian season fucking 18. Dude, do whatever you got to I mean, do. It, it, listen, it gives me anxiety just thinking about it. It does. That is why. There's getting on a fucking plane every fucking week to make work, worried about catching flights. I'm all set on that, dude. You're I'm all set. Not thinking about raising a family. These guys raising their families. Oh my god, I couldn't it. even imagine raising a family and being a, and a fucking being a super like WWE superstar or whatever, an AEW superstar. It, it's insane. And then they get all like worked up and nervous when their kids say that they want. I want to be like that. I want to train. Yeah. You know, you never I'm heard eight. a single wrestler whose parents whose kids said they wanted to do it that was supportive of it at first. Taz didn't want Hook to start wrestling. Yeah. Billy Gunn didn't want his kids to start wrestling. None of them ever do. Obviously, famously, Mick Foley would tell them every day, like, you're not going to be a wrestler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I did this shit so you didn't have to. No chance. Do but, something else. Bottom line, um, I could definitely see her being the partner. It, it almost seems too obvious. That's why I feel like they're going to swerve you in that sense. But if I was her, yeah, I'm not going back to WWE. I'm bouncing around other places. And I'm filling out other, seeing other avenues. Yo, The Mandalorian is not a fucking little show. No. That's a big production show. Through Disney. Leaves a bunch of avenues. And guess what? Whether you want to believe it or not, there's a lot of wrestling fans that are also Disney fans. Like, they're very (laughs) synonymous with one another. Whether they're kids or whether they're adults. So, her name isn't that far, far away from the masses knowing it. You know what I mean? It's not like... I mean, you might not... I know who she is. Yeah, but I don't know much about. But whatever. Her. I like to see her. Just I like to see people succeed outside of the movie. I think it's a. I think it's almost. I think not only is it possible, but now it's very plausible. Five years ago, you were, you weren't in the movie. You, you didn't make it yet. You know what I mean? It was always everything else was the minor leagues. Now you have all of these options and all of these options. Plenty of places to work. Yeah, and all these options are willing to pay. Right. So, you know, whatever. Yeah, I'd like to see her maybe bounce around a little bit. Yeah. Do New Japan, do AW, do maybe something at Impact. I mean, there's a lot of girls to go work that have never made their way to WWE because yeah. they don't have the look, because they're not, you know, whatever it may yeah. be. Well, there's definitely a certain so, type of look that they go for. But. Um, we'll move on from the, from the sports entertaining for now. Okay. You were not here on Tuesday. 
anything you want to say on the results of UFC 282, the results of NFL Week 15, the Jets or Giants, four is yours. Have that at my friend. All right. Patty lost the fight. No arguments here. Okay. Um, the the title fight wasn't a draw. Okay. So the referees. No, not, no arguments here. Referees okay. need to get their fucking heads out of their asses. I can. I hundred. Judges. 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 Yeah, sorry, I apologize. Wholeheartedly need to get their head out of their asses. Wholeheartedly, and a lot of people are saying that. So specifically, there's one specific judge, and I don't know his name. But he was on the card on on Saturday, and then he was on a card Friday for a different organization, and it was another high profile bout in that in that organization, and both times, <coughs> excuse me, the judge went with the guy, who, let's just say it this way, he deemed the owner would want to win, right? UFC right. has more to gain if Patty wins, right? Is anybody? No, 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 no. no 100%. Saying, you're right. And and I and again, I think it's one of those things where it should be more like boxing where they submit your score after every round. There's no changing, there is no I'm going to let this line up. I'm right. gonna, like it is what it, like when the rounds over, the rounds over. We're, we're we're past it and we're that's it. We're through it. Um then there's the other side to it, you know? Don't let it go to the scorecards. Yada yada. Finish the fight. Blah, blah. Um, and that always doesn't happen. But Patty didn't win that fight, and that's really tough. And to not have something where they can, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not challenge, but uh, build on. Really? No, no, no. What's the word when you like in baseball? You, you used to, you used to, up until a few years ago, be able to uh, challenge the game. Say that the call was so wrong that we're gonna that the upper management's gonna look at it and they can reverse it. But I can't think of what the fucking word is. But oh, review? No. I don't know. It's called like appeal. Yes, appeal the game. Appeal. Yeah. Okay. So the the fact that UFC doesn't have an appeal process, thank you. That's you're welcome. Kind of weird to me because that's something that you can look back on and you can look at significant strikes and you can look at how the fight was detailed now. Do appeal pro- should appeal processes be overturned all the time? No, but there are definitely some cases where are you okay? Yeah. Where yeah. it should be overturned. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm not even saying Patty's is a fight that should have been overturned, but there are legitimate fights in the UFC where we're like, nah. Yeah, I don't know about that one. Yeah. Did you see what Chop said about this? No, but go ahead, play it. Brennan Schaub on his TikTok. I'm pretty sure. I don't know with the Thick Boy Network now. I don't know if it's still called the Schaub Show, but you know it's his. MMA show that he does. It's not a Padley problem. It's not a Jan problem. It's not a Magomed problem. It's not a Jared Gordon problem. It's a UFC judging problem. It's based off, again, it's based off this old school way of judging a boxing match and they manipulate it and kind of try to mold it into the UFC and it doesn't work for us. But yet we keep, and the definition of insanity is keep making the same mistake and not changing. That's what the UFC has been doing since the dawn of time, since the start of the UFC in 1993 in Denver, Colorado, we've done the same bullshit over and over and over. And the only thing we get is, can't leave it up to the judges. What? It's not a Padley problem. It's not a Yon problem.
What? So, yeah, he's right. I think I think there is a problem, and I think the scoring does need to change. I think a lot of things need to change about 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 that side of the sport. Now, look, we only talk about this when it happens, right? When you have a card that has 14 fights and there's 11 finishes, nobody's complaining yeah. about decisions, but it but it but it happens where I think listen, let's let uh, let's besides the judges because we all know. I think Patty lost a fucking bunch of steam with that last fight. I think so, yeah. I think that Dana White did a great job rebooking the light heavyweight title immediately. Don't give it time. Who gives a fuck? This one didn't work out. Two new guys. We got to get a tight. We got to get a champion with that belt. You cannot leave it no interim, so you can't leave that yeah. vacant. You can't. It's just not possible. Um what else? Who else? Who else? Who else? What well, was it? Well, we talked about on Tuesday with the Patty fight. That's that's so fucked up. Like if if the judges see it one way and everybody else sees it another way, fine. We still have a judging issue, but it is what it is. Did you see the cards? The judges didn't even agree on which rounds were won by who. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. the judges had different. Fu- it, it fucking makes no sense, dude. Yeah. And then they have like this, this like um, in depth. Uh, analysis where have you seen that where like a computer generates have you, no, you know no, and it, it goes out it's out of 10 so the computer basically generates what happened in the round and then it'll say like oh Patty got a 9.6 just say mm-hmm. and then um, what's his opponent's name Gordon Jared Gordon oh Jared Gordon Jared Gordon got a 9.9 so the computer's saying Jared had the higher number, and he's gonna win this round. You know what I mean? Like that's that, that's how the computer, that's how the gimmick works. There were the computer had two rounds where Patty lost, like nine one to nine eight, which is like very clear ten nine round to yeah. the computer's eyes, right? And I know it's a computer, and I know it goes by strikes landed and not and not <clears throat> damage inflicted because I don't think it can pick up damage inflicted. Right? You know what I mean? It's just. Yeah, but but I don't know, man. It's it's a bad look, and you know Jared Gordon went out and said something the next night. You saw that on Twitter? No. Yeah, he came out and he and he was like, uh, "I know I got robbed, but God has a plan for me." He said and something like that. And it's yeah, always it's God's plan, dude. Yeah, you'll get you get a, a you'll get a better like. All right, nobody lost from these two guys because Jared Gordon probably didn't lose any steam. No, I don't think so. Because you go out and you kind of want to fight, and, you know, or a really close one. And I, I listen as much as I praise Dana for what he did and rebooking the light heavy satellite. I really disagree with what he said about Jared Gordon. How Jared Gordon had a horrible game plan in the third round, and yeah. that's what cost him the fight. And I'm just like, you know what? It's a like, good game plan if you thought you were winning the fight. Yeah, and but I think a lot of us probably Patty's thought he was answer, winning. The fight. Patty's answer was, ah, I was sore and my leg was hurting. And I easily won the first two rounds, so I, I didn't I didn't want to be active in the third, so I kind of just let him lay on me and you know like hold yeah. me up against it. That's some bullshit right, okay, on man. both parties, and yeah. if that's okay, that's some bullshit, you know. And I, I get it; it's not I'm not in there, so I, you know I'm not me for me to say oh swing for each other's fucking throats like I'm not in there. I don't know what it's like, but at the same time, like you know there's a fight and 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 Herb Dean was the was the ref and Dana also said that Herb Dean should have get to the center let's go start going you know what i mean yeah. like let's get active but 
it's a shame because it took away from what could have been like a coming out party for Patty. But honestly, and here we go, here we go. I'm saying it on record. He's not that good. I mean, we said we don't think he beats a ranked opponent. No. So no, that's kind of. And if they at. feed him, um, who was the guy in the car? Ela. Oh, the first fight, that first Bryce Mitchell. Yeah, yeah. Ela Taporia. If they feed Ela Taporia, yeah, he would fuck Patty up. To Patty, and he's been a- he's asking for him because they had we had words of the presser. Yeah, I um, saw that. Yeah, if he gets him, it's over. And oh, I can't think of the ana- the the analyst. I don't want to. I hate quoting it with and not giving credit. Um, he's. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm going to try to find it. He's uh, he's really good, man. But he said it's over and one if they fight. That he finishes he finishes Patty inside one. I, I, I really wish I could pull that was it. A, but. That guy was a beast. He was beating Bryce Mitchell. Oh, oh here we go. Uh, Ian, uh, Ian Thomas. No, Luke Luke Thomas. You've seen Luke Thomas before, right? Gray-haired guy? Yeah. 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 Luke Thomas said... They fight, he finishes Patty inside one round. And it's not even close. He goes, they are leagues away from each other. And that's a lot. Like, so now Patty, like, you, you got to come out, you got to ball out next time. Because if you don't, yeah. you lose fans very quickly in this sport. And a lot of people are calling him Baby McGregor. But, like, you know. but Or, or a washed, you know, or a, like, you know, watered down McGregor. Whatever. Yeah. whatever. I'll tell you this. I don't think I've seen anybody more over in the history of the UFC. Did you, you didn't watch the fights? Yeah, did bro, Connor. him what? No, Connor wasn't that over in terms of the reaction that he was fucking getting when he came out there. Not dude. this early. Yeah, but you have to understand, Jim. He's fighting a guy that nobody knows. Connor was getting that reaction fighting Jose fucking yeah, but Aldo, dude. That's different, dude. They're like, everyone's out there wearing the fucking. Strawberry blonde wigs, dude. Like the yeah, hardened beards at the Rocket game. Like no, out not, of their seat, yeah. jumping up and down, came out. Like he was all fired up. Everything was lining up for him to tap this guy out in the second round and put the, sh- the fucking rocket ship on his back. And then the fight didn't play out that way. But everything leading up to that point, I've never seen anybody on his first main card fight, right? Correct me if I'm wrong. First main card fight? Yeah. On a pay-per-view? Co-main event. Yeah. Never seen anything like it, if dude. I I want to move on to Jet Giants, but if I don't shout out Raul Rosas Jr., oh yeah, that was sick. my guy, eighteen, and just was like, "Yo, I'm routing you, dude. Yeah. You're Fuck a grown man. Up. I'm a young man. I'm routing you. Yeah, I'm routing you. Fuck that guy up. Uh, that kid's. You want to talk about un- untapped potential? Rogan said it best when he won the fight. That on un- this untapped potential is like nothing we've ever seen because, bro, he's eighteen. He's gonna grow. He's gonna get man strength. Yeah. Like he hasn't even gotten that yet. You know what I mean? Like. And what, what, cool. what we were talking about was he's only eighteen. He's a bantamweight right now. He's gonna keep growing. Yeah. He, he's gonna wind up fighting in the light. We say that. I forgot. We said it on oh, on yeah. Tuesday. We might have said that Sunday, yeah, Sunday yeah, yeah. too. So like, he'll, he's he'll gonna wind up fighting in the, in the lightweight division. Title, yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, without a doubt. But yeah, great performance by him. I don't know how his hands were because I did see. Didn't him need him. Yeah. I saw him get hit a few times in the beginning, but. Whatever, man. If you're gonna gonna get him to the ground, it doesn't matter. Wins a wins win. And first round, that'll do it. All right, moving on. Right, Jets Giants. Right here we go. Giants. I have nothing to say. (laughs) This is how it went. Yeah. This is this is this is. is, I'm not even upset. (laughs) I'm trying. You might as well been here on Tuesday. What do you gotta say, Brian? I go. I got nothing. 
Yeah. I mean, I'm not even upset. This is, it is what it is. Yeah. Now, if they don't win this weekend, I'll be a little sad. But then I know it's over, and I know that we had a better year than I thought, and it's over. That's it. Bottom line, it's over. Done. Nothing else to say. Nothing else to say. Uh, I'm going to interrupt the Jet Giant because you said something. You texted me something on Tuesday, and I never got back to you. I fell asleep. You said something that if you heard what I said, you would have went nuts. Yeah, so we were talk- talking about the Jets, and I was talking about Sauce Gardner, and what I said was I like looking at it now, and even looking at it then, but even more so now that we've seen it, f- four, 15, 14 games in, um, I cannot believe the Houston Texans took Derek Stingley above Sauce Gardner. Talked about how good he was, how great he was statistically, how good he is, like just his understanding mm-hmm. of route concepts and zone concepts. The, uh, coming from the Big Ten, Cincinnati, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. To the NFL and just how smart he is. And I said he gets away with a lot. He gets a lot, away with a lot of holding calls and a lot of PI from what we're able to see. Stay like, yeah. No. Sauce. Talking about Sauce. Okay. Sauce gets away with a lot. And he does with okay. holding, ticky tack holding stuff and PIs, calls that could go either way. Some guys don't get that call. What I said was, yeah, but, you know, LeBron gets a lot of calls, too. And that was the, comparing sauce to LeBron was the thing that was going to piss triggering. you off. Yeah. A little triggering. <laughs> Yo, I'll tell you right now, just his name alone is a brand. Sauce just the way he goes about himself is a brand. And what's the first thing he does, dude? He signs a fucking deal with Buffalo Wild Wings, and right. now they have sauce sauce. When you're a brand... I don't know if you've been to Center Reach Buffalo Wild Wings lately, dude. There's a life-size cutout of Sauce Gardner with the chain on next to the fucking hostess station. Really? Yeah. When you're a brand, and when you get drafted, and I mean this because I'm not a Jet fan, but I love Sauce Gardner, because when you get drafted and you say juice is temporary and sauce lasts forever, stop, dude. Stop. That's good shit, man. That's good shit. So listen... He's not LeBron. Calm the fuck down. But he is very good. He probably does get away with some stuff. But we'll talk about the Jet game. All right, cool. Jets. They got to protect my white dude. Yeah, that man's getting killed. That man died twice over on the field. He ain't a cat. Someone tell the Jets organization Mike White ain't a cat. He does not have nine lives, dude. And you can't use two a week. Yeah. Because he won't make it much longer. Jets move Zach Wilson up to number two. Probably didn't happen on Tuesday's show. Probably Wednesday, no, right? No, yeah. he said, That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Must be working on some things. It's not necessarily cool, though. It's not. Do you, but do you remember what I said to you on Tuesday about this situation? Because on Tuesday that we had said Sal wasn't going to say who was QB2 right. until Wednesday. You remember what I said to you? And I said, this is Connor Hughes. I feel the same way, but I saw Connor Hughes from SNY, Jets writer and reporter for SNY. Okay. Said this on Tuesday or Monday. The problem with it, like just taking a step back and looking at everything, what did they say when they benched Zach Wilson? We're gonna get him back on the field when we feel he's ready to when he when we feel that he's ready to be back on the field. He's gonna be the guy. This is a reset. He needs to work. You know, we're gonna work on his footwork. We're gonna get his head right. When he's ready to go, he's gonna go. So, making him QB two and dressing him. You're saying you're confident that he's ready to go if anything were to happen to Mike White. So if he's ready to go to be the backup, he's ready to go to be a starter. Mm -hmm. So I understand that Mike White has played tremendously out of his head. But making him QB2 now, now now it kind of looked like going into this, we plotted Salah and Douglas, even if they made the mistake for drafting him number two, that they had a plan. And it looked like they were, you know, united on all fronts with their plan with Zach Wilson. 
Now what's the plan? Because now if you if he's QB two, he's ready to be QB one. And I get that can I, can guys. I, if Jets, who the Jets play this week? Detroit. They beat Detroit. Let's just say, tough game now at this point because Detroit's fucking. They don't lose. <laughs> but you know what? I'll bet on Detroit this week. They'll lose. I promise. But they win. And then Wednesday they move on to Zach Wilson. That's rough. Rough for it's, it's everybody just, involved. All parties. It's rough, but it's not. But it is depending on what you want to be. Jets fans are so thirsty and hungry and dying to be relevant that they're so short-sighted to be like, if we playoffs are bust, we need to make the playoffs. We're ta- you know we have a playoff-ready defense. We got the weapons. This has got to be a team that's ready to win now. Great. You get to the wild card. Just say you get in as the seven. Chiefs stay two. You get to go to Arrowhead Stadium. You maybe compete for a quarter, a half, three quarters. You're not. I don't believe that the Jets are beating Kansas City and Arrowhead in a wild card round. So, if we get to a wild card, we lose in the first round. We ride Mike White the whole way. Somebody decides to be crazy and offer him two for forty-five million to come be their guy. You obviously say best of luck, Mike. Now we got to the playoffs. We fucking lost in the first round. We have zero answers on Zach Wilson still. So if they, I said this on Tuesday, if they lose to Detroit, it's got to be Zach Wilson the rest of the way. If they lose to Detroit, even if Mike White throws for 400 fucking yards and three touchdowns and one interception, but they lose that game 38 to 35, now it's almost as like it gets very bleak for the playoffs. Now you need to win out and you need help, right? And if Miami loses to Buffalo this Saturday, assuming you know how cold it is and guys are wearing hoodies at practice and all of this, now, my, we're, the best hope, uh, two weeks ago, we're talking about maybe Miami's got everything wrapped up by week 18 and they just pull guys. Guess what? If they lose to Buffalo and you lose this week, you got to go through full force Miami in Miami week 18, and it's probably going to be winning it in for both teams. Now what do you feel? Yeah. Who's probably going to win that game? The home team with Tua, who's an MVP candidate early in the year, with the Top three wide receiver in the league, the fastest team in the league, not, I mean, formidable on defense. I Jets are great on defense. I don't think they're winning that game if the loser isn't getting in. If it's winning it in for both teams, no shot the Jets win that game. Well, <clears throat> now this is assuming they lose in Detroit. I agree, I agree with what you're saying. I agree with everything you're saying. I do. I think that'll be a huge issue to 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 foresight. You know, to foresee the just this Make, year for, making for the playoffs this year and getting zero question, answers on Zach Wilson does nothing for me. But what if they already have the answers on Zach Wilson? If they and already had the answers on Zach Wilson, they would have never said that we're gonna, even after Mike White balled out two straight games. They egg Salah and he doubled down. The plan is still to get Zach back on the field this year. So if the plan is still to get Zach back on the field this year, weird. He's there's four games left. You know, that's the one thing that about the Giants that I I, I appreciated that it was just it's just it's Daniel Jones. Don't ask no fucking questions, yeah. and that it is what it is. You know, and it's fine. We live and we die with with Daniel Jones. This shit. The whole reason this happened is is because of the way he carried himself and the way he acted. I think it has very little. To, I mean, listen. The yard and a half per drive in the Patriot game, not tremendous, not less, great. Less than tremendous. His his 
quickness to put his head down and, and run around and try to make plays with his feet instead of standing in there like Mike White does, getting his ribs fucking broken, getting sawed in half by Matt Milano <laughs> to try to throw a strike down the field. I don't think it's so much as that. That didn't earn him his benching. His benching is the way he's been carrying himself in the locker room, the way he handled it in that press conference. And Mike White was like, all right, well, now I'm going to go ball out. Now I'm taking the decision, you know. But if they lose to Detroit, it's got to be Zach. If they win, you probably roll with Mike White. But I just don't think making the – like, do you answer the question, do you believe this is a Super Bowl team? Does this team have a Super Bowl run in them? Yeah, making it in as as a seven seed. No. You, no. So then, what are we talking about? It's a feel good story. Yeah. No. That's ice cold. Anything else you got to say? No, I feel good. Um, let's do the playoff games in the sleep in the Vampire League. We did not make the playoffs, obviously, in the Vampire League. So one lucky participant is going to take home everything. We got six teams, so we should have two buys and two matchups, right? Yeah. Bank Sinatra gets the buy. McMaster. Phil McMaster's gets the buy. McMaster gets the buy. And we got two matchups. We got Robbie B versus the Dirty Sponge. Is that what it is? Dirty Sponge. Mm-hmm. And Joe C versus Pancake Louie. All right, here we go. Oh, here we go, the matchups. So, we have the four seed Pancake Louie versus the five seed Joe C. We have Pancake Louie uh, projected winner by 16 points. I'm trying to see if there's anybody notable playing tonight. Hmm. I don't think so. Oh, God. He's got Debo in his lineup, and Debo's out. Joe C has Debo in his lineup. All right. Well, go ahead. I'll With 15 I'm, minutes gonna, left. I'm taking him out right now. You're taking who out? Taking Debo out for him. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I'm a fucking commissioner, dude. He's texting. No, text. Oh, it's your brother. Yeah. I thought it was Pancake Gluey who no. had Debo in there. No, that that's that works better. And then Rob Bruno is oh god, Team Robbie P. I mean, is is the six seed? How you doing, bro? Yeah. And he's versing the three seed, trying to stage an upset. He's projected to lose by twenty six points. What I wanted to see was, did we take anybody from? Wow, he's fucking. Robbie B is benching Kittle tonight for Evan Ingram. He's motherfucking. I don't hate crazy. that. No, no. Motherfuckers are crazy. He's got DJ Moore in his bench, too. Hey, man. There's a lot on the line here. Oh, you know better than me. I'm not in it. So, uh, we got two good matchups. And we'll see. And then, you know, we'll, we'll be there. We're, we're in the Constellation bracket. So that's cool. Don't really care about Great. that. Great. means we're, nothing. We're projected to win, though. We're all a bunch of losers. Yeah, no shit. Because if we got in, we would have ran the floor table with everybody, dude. Yeah. Well, we did. So those are the two playoff matchups. And good luck to all the teams. Yeah, best of luck. Fuck yourselves. And- yeah. <laughs> We were one win away. We really, you know, it just, it stinks. 
But what are you going to do? We ended with Tua, McCaffrey, <laughs> Jeff Wilson, Tyreek Hill, Justin Jefferson, Gerald Everett, CeeDee Lamb, Garrett Wilson, Tucker, and the Chiefs defense. I mean, you really... Kenneth Walker on the bench. You really fucking hate to see it. But I mean, it is what it hit, is. A, hit a couple of fucking immediate after the draft pickups right on the head. Oh, Garrett God. Wilson was a home run. Yeah. Tua? Tua wasn't a pickup right after the draft. Tua became available. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. the benches are so short, people weren't really carrying backup quarterbacks. So when he went down with the concussion, he got hit the market. We went with Kirk Cousins at the start of the year. Yeah. Did yeah. You, did you text him? Yeah, I texted him. All right. So... Again, we'll talk about it more when we get through the week. This is kind of like the wild card round. Good luck to everybody. I don't really have anything else to say on it. But are we moving to Daily Fantasy? Yes. You want to do that first? Yeah, I want to just pause real quick. Take a break. Because it's, oh. it's me versus you in the playoffs, Brian. Okay, yeah, I know. And we're all friends here. Yeah. I want to ask a legitimate question. Okay. I have DK Metcalf tonight. Okay. I have Kenneth Walker on my bench. Okay. And I'm really, really, really thinking about starting him, Walker. Okay. And I'm having a really, really, really hard time pulling the Joey trigger. just texted me back. He said good luck, so he's going to change it. All right. You're having trouble. What's that? How do I bench Walker? I'm not giving you any advice. See, now you're being, that's disrespectful. Well, this is not a regular just said we're friends. This is a uh, I'm just going to tell you this. This well, is well, your other options, really. Jared McKinnon is the starter right now. Jenner McKinnon was spicy last week. But is he spicy twice in a row? I don't know. That's is he problem. super spicy? That's dude. the problem with the Chiefs offense. Is there's no real consistency. I'm I'm lock I'm locking it in right now, Brian. What's that? The parlay. This is the parlay we came to terms with on I Tuesday. Have, I can't oh, I was like, when? This, no, on Tuesday okay, when we yeah. talked about the Thursday night game. Brandon Ayuk anytime touchdown with the lacking of Debo. Love that. DK Metcalf anytime touchdown. All right, cool. Yeah, Niners minus three and a half. I have Olave on the bench too. Yeah, but you, you're talking about a running back. No, I was saying pulling Metcalf. It's Thursday night football. Why would it's you Thursday night football. For for Olave, or otherwise, I don't have Olave in there. I mean, it's Thursday night football. No, I mean, it's Thursday night football. Yeah, it's a short week. It's a very good defense in San Francisco. Um, Kenneth Walker's coming off of that ankle, right? Yeah. I would not play him. No, I'm not gonna play him. I would yeah. not play I also him. That's my advice for someone so who's in the other the team. other playoff matchup this Check week in our league against Billy. I'm taking that guy down, I, you no I good, dirty, rotten do. fuck, dude. I hope you fuck. I hope do. Justin Jefferson gets COVID. All, if I could drop anybody that you needed so you could pick him up, I would do it. I wouldn't even play that game. No, We're going with the guys we got. We're baby. playing as dirty as we fucking yeah. got. Before you got down here, I dropped Ty Conklin, and we're going with Aquanquo from the Titans from the tight end spot. Love it. I couldn't have another Jet in the lineup. Let it's me tell you, happening. Kenneth Walker's stats like fantasy week for week zero week one. Yeah. 3.5 against the 49ers week two. Six, three. It's a pretty shitty start to the year. 15, 19, 29, yeah. 12, 28, 13, 17, three last week. Yeah. And then he didn't play. So two weeks ago. And now here we are. Can't trust him. Sad about it. You're going to put him on the bench? I'm going to bench him. That's right. I lost Kyler Murray the week before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. So now I, 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 I lost Debo. The streaming game. It'll so. be fun. It look. I mean, we are the projected winner. It's close, but it's close. Yeah. You have anybody tonight? 
Oh, you have Ayuk. Ayuk and Kittle. Bulls tonight. Now I have to watch this game. I hope hope they combine for four touchdowns like they did against me. I've done this twice in this league. I don't know why. I have bad drafts. I fall to almost last place, and then I come back and go on six, seven-game win streaks and make the playoffs. You trade away. Didn't trade last year. No, this year. This year, year you trade away Justin Jefferson for a top five. Stephon Diggs. Stephon Diggs, I'm sorry, for a top five fantasy running back. I got Josh Jacobs right as he got hot. Who fucking knew? I wound up with Brandon Ayuk. And I wound up with um, uh, who was the third there? Uh, Melvin Gordon. But that's just that is what it is. Um, but yeah, dude, catching Josh Jacobs off that trade the week that he decided he wanted to be one of the best running backs in football. You could have waited. Was, out, you could have waited another week on that trade, and then it would have been just Josh Jacobs. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, and the other thing I think about that, not to pat myself on the back, but I and I said this to you, I was targeting Josh Jacobs in every single fantasy league. This league was the only one I didn't get him in, and he fell into my lap, and it just fucking completely worked out. So now, and you told me not to, I was going to buy his Josh Jacobs jersey, but he's like, wait till he resigns, because he's probably going to wind up on probably going to wind up being year. like peace, dude. Um, but yeah. <laughs> I'm giving the team my future endeavors. I hope our game's good. I really wish I had Kyler. That was tough to watch, like, the week before in a game in fantasy that I didn't even have to win, yeah. like. I was versing a team. That and you went matter. and played him anyway, and he got hurt, you know? Bro, yeah. I had to buy, I had to buy it. <laughs> yeah. You should have arrested him. You should have arrested him. I should have put him on the bench. Yeah. In my dynasty by, by the way, hold on. I will say this. And I'm like, please, no one just. I, have I will say this for fantasy users across the map. Not, not that I want to give any advice to people in our league, specifically Jack, who's not fucking here tonight. But if you are in a bye week situation right now in the playoffs, you do not start anybody. You put Everybody on your bench, because if something happens to one of your players, you will be able to cut them during the game and add somebody else who hasn't played yet instead of having to wait for the waiver process to clear through. Once they're in your starting lineup and the game starts, they're on your roster until Tuesday morning, and then everyone's going back into the waiver wire. All on your bench, you cut them as the fucking game's going on, find someone that, say say you got got someone on the Bills. I don't want to say anyone by name because I don't want to wish an injury. Say you have a Bills player. They wind up going down, lower leg injury, non-contact, doesn't look great. You can cut them on Saturday night and then go pick up anybody that's available in your league still that's playing on Sunday and avoid the waiver process. Go ahead. No, it's phenomenal. I, I, I just stand out of the buy in the dynasty league. Yeah. And I'm just praying no one gets hurt. I hope our game's good this week. Um, I would like to win. I feel like I need to win. Yeah, I mean, I'd like, I, think so, we, I think I like That's just how I feel. I don't give a fuck. Listen, if Billy loses... And you win, I'd be like, ah, right, cool. If Billy wins, I need to win. Yeah, Sorry. I guess I like, that's where I'm at. It's more personal. So, oh, it's, oh, it's totally so personal. It. I totally and the group chat, or not the chat, but the... The group chat. I'm not in it. So oh, you're on the, the board. The, the board. league message board the league is message going to get board. lit the fuck up. I'm going to be like, just like we planned it. Merry <laughs> Christmas, bitches. Nah, but anyway. dude, everyone's just going to send him the same text message. Communism never dies, dude. <laughs> The Cuban Missile Crisis came for you. <laughs> but whatever. It's, it's just, it is what it is. Every week, uh, the Texans are plus 14, it feels like. Yeah, they're garbage. Where were we going before we got Daily, daily fantasy, fantasy now. And now we're in Daily Fantasy. So we were in season long. Now we're in Daily. Yeah, let's get the Daily Fantasy um, life. We're just talking to people who do not care about our personal fantasy football league that we're <laughs> in for a good 10 minutes. So um, so I basically just put it together in a roster. Um. 
same shit as I always do. Um, ooh, they changed the, the background here. So, for quarterback, I'm streaming Mike White for the low. 5,400 this week and a good Detroit matchup. Um, running backs, I have James Conner and I have Knight because he was also a cheap option, 5,300. Um, wide receivers. Oh, I'm sorry. Running backs, I have James Conner, Joe Mixon, and Knight. Um, for running uh, wide receivers, I have Keenan Allen, Chris Godwin, and Zay Jones. And then defense is Broncos. Tight end is Dawson Knox. But I might swipe out the Broncos. I'm so this really is sure you did the Sunday. 10 I did games. all. I didn't know. I did because they had it set up weird where like you could only have Sunday, you could have Saturday and Sunday. Or like so, I just did basically Thursday through Monday, the you, whole you slate. Did yeah, the whole slate basically. <clears throat> All right, let's see. Why are you gonna put something together? Mm, um, Zay Jones, I liked. He's forty nine hundred. Um, I know it's against Dallas, but Trevor Lawrence. See, I had Zay Jones the other week, and he got me zero, and that was sad. So yeah, but he got twenty one last week, so I don't know, and he's only forty nine. This roster. And I love watching him get up off the ground. What do you mean? You never seen the way Zay Jones gets Zay, up. Zay Jones gets up. No. Oh, I'll find it. Just keep talking. Just keep talking. Oh, is he the one that gets up in reverse? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I have seen that before. It's I didn't insane, realize dude. that was Zay Jones though. Yeah, he does it every time too. Every time he gets up. Every time he gets off the ground. Yeah, that's fucked up. <laughs> like, yeah, so it's, unneeded. It's but anyway. That's up. fucking some red pool, red pill, blue pill shit, dude. <laughs> Why are you putting something together? I'm looking at just the 10 games late, though. Yeah. I'll pull it the up. The 16 games late gives me anxiety. Too chaotic. It's like, <laughs> Justin Fields or Herbert. I'm going Herbert. Fuck it. Herbert was the best option this week as far as, like, you're going only 12 games? Saturdays. 10. 10. 10. Whoa, even less. I'm going Tony Pollard. Aim low, miss low. Jeez. Yeah, I love that. Tony Pollard's my guy, man. Switch it on me real quick. And I'll go for the real low. I'll go Rex Burkhead. How much is he? You doing Rex Burkhead? That's what we're doing? No, Damian Pierce. I know no Damian Pierce, but we're really doing Rex Burkhead. Against the Chiefs, they should be trailing the whole game. He should have 10 catches for 14 yards. And I think there's also... And that's 11 points right there. This might be a nice transition into injuries if you want to just go into that. Yeah. Um, sure. Nico Collins and Brandon Cooks, both questionable. I know that. Um, Brandon Cooks should just not play another snap for the Houston Titans. Right. Just um, hurt or not. We kind of talked about the Kylo Murray injury. I had it on here. Yeah. Um, I also put Marcus Mariota on here because I don't know if you saw the kind of weird shit. It's that going to the IR. He's just starting. Right. But it, yeah, but now right, it's like they're putting him to the IR, right? There was like a, so it was weird. It was like they so originally they were like, Oh, we're benching him, Mariota's fine, we're benching him for performance and then they put Ritter up and then the next day they were like, Well, Mariota's gonna go on IR now, he's had a chronic knee injury all season, so we need to just put him on. Like it was yeah. just weird the way it went down. But yeah, so he's going on the IR. He's getting a surgery apparently. His season's done. Um Tyler Boyd, questionable. T. Higgins, both questionable. 
obviously Boyd bit his finger. Higgins had some weird hamstring going on last week. He hopped on the – apparently the idea was Zach Taylor had said that they had a package of plays put together for him for the end zone specifically so he wouldn't have to, you know, move too much. Um, but he got out there and apparently first or second play tweaked something and they were just scrapped him completely. They are like, we're not going to take a chance on this. So that's why he came in and then was immediately out. I don't know if anyone had T. Higgins, but – that's what happened. No, I didn't have any kind of action on him, but that will that will immediately fuck up any kind of bet you oh placed God, on him. <laughs> Once they touch the field, that shit's live, homie. Yeah. Unless you have the yeah. under. I think he came in. I think he played what? like three plays. Well, I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah. but you know, you can still eat on the under, dude. You can yeah. still eat on unders. Um, some other questionables, real quick. Obviously, Russell Wilson, um, with the huge egg on the head, still in the. Yeah, he's protocol. still in protocol. Um, Corlin Sutton, I put on here because I know he's been injured, but apparently he might make a return this week, but. Not sure. Doesn't seem like it. Um, Dying to catch passes from Brett Rippon. Right. Can't yeah. wait. Not not worth it. We mentioned Damian Pierce and Brandon Cooks, Nifu Collins. Um, Josh Jacobs popped up. Um, I think it was a thigh, but the man's running so much. He's probably going to – there's going to be something going on every week, I feel like. Yeah. Um, Corey Davis popped up. I'm sure you saw that. Um, Mike White. Dallas Gardner is cleared to come off of IR for this week. Um, they're talking like he might, but apparently the word is even if he plays, he's probably not doing much. So, um, Brock Purdy is questionable, but it sounds like from what they he's were playing. Saying, the report, he's, he's playing. He's playing. Um, and then both Robinson and Gibson and Washington both questionable. What about Ramondre? Um, Ramondre, I have on here too. Yeah, he's still questionable. So, and then Debo. Yeah, I didn't bother no. putting Debo. Yeah. Just... There's somebody D- else. Uh... Debo wound up dodging a huge bullet. Yeah, I might have missed something, but can't think. There's somebody else. Um, Whatever. Line movements? Yeah. Uh, not much. Honestly, not much. And even the ones that moved, not a lot. Um, Philadelphia versus Chicago opened up at uh, Philly minus eight. It's now at minus nine. So that doesn't seem too surprising. Um. Dallas versus Jacksonville opened up at Dallas minus five, now at minus four. Um, and then these two are interesting. So Detroit and the Jets. This is current to like 11.30 this morning, so this might be different now. But it originally opened up when we had it. It was uh, Jets minus one, I think we had it. Yeah. Then, right? When I looked it up today, it was a pick em. So that's where we were at at 11.30 this morning. I have a Same thing now, with Vegas and the Patriots. Opened up at Patriots minus one, but is now a pick em. For Vegas versus New England. So, other than that, everything pretty much stayed the same. Um, I think Cincinnati Chiefs game, the line didn't even move, just straight on. Really? Through. That's pretty good. Yeah. So, other than that, everything else was a half point movement. Really nothing too, too crazy. Just some tic tac shit. How do you feel? I feel like we're ready to take a break. Okay. <laughs> What up, guys? We're going to get you back to the show as soon as possible. I promise you that. But before we can do that, we have to make sure that all of our listeners are looking good and feeling better this fall with Saatchi De Dinero. October 14th, Saatchi is releasing their fall 2022 collection. You want a hoodie that's nice and comfortable. You can wear it out when you're running errands. You can wear it out to the bar. You can wear it maybe when you're going to pick up a date. Whatever you want to do this fall, Saatchi's got you covered. These hoodies, they're pre-shrunk. And it's an oversized fit. 
So basically what that means is you're going to want to grab one size down from what you would normally wear and you're going to be perfect. You normally a large, grab a medium. Normally a medium, you want to grab a small. It's very simple, very lightweight, very comfortable. We got a promo code for you. The promo code HAVOC, H-A-V-O-C, going to get you 10% off of your total purchase at checkout. SachiDDenero.com is where you want to go for that. Sachi Di Denaro, always authentic, never counterfeit. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Best way to support the show is to support the sponsors. You support the sponsors. You're supporting the crew. Social media, HOH Podcasting, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Week 14 was a bloody one. It was a bloody Sunday for the for the squad, I think. Yeah. Against the spread. I got one right. Out of everything I'm about to say, I got one right. All right? Uh, against the spread, I had Pitt minus two, KC minus nine, Philly minus seven. Philly is the only team that covered. I locked the Minnesota money line. I locked the Browns money line. I locked Dallas minus 17 and a half. Foolish, foolish, and then worse. Parlayed Minnesota money line, Cleveland money line, KC minus nine. That's three straight losers. My glizzy was Cleveland, another loser. Whoever wants the floors, whoever. Whoever wants I to mean, discuss us, discuss us next. I got nothing right. So I'm going to just name everything and just know that nothing happened. I locked the Steelers times three for my lock. And, you know, Kenny Pickett doesn't go down. Fucking bitch Mitch threw three red zone interceptions. Oh and uh, and we lost by two. So thanks, bitch Mitch. Anyway, over three on the Steelers. Guess what else oh I had? God. What? Just calling the man a bitch is, you know. Come Those are me. fighting words, dude. Come see me. Mitchell Trubisky would beat you up. Definitely, but yeah. he would see me. <laughs> anyway, he's a pretty big guy, right? He's in the NFL, yeah. The NFL. I don't know if he beat me up because he's soft as baby shit. I don't know if he would. I don't know if he would. The red zone, he's definitely blind, I'll tell you that. The red zone in his heavens he was throwing. What a terrible day not to record video. He's definitely blind. Anyway, uh, over three on the Steelers. And the Are you tagging him in this all over the place? Uh... Parlay, had the Steelers in it. Thanks, Mitch. And um, what am I missing? Glizzy Gods, Vikings. Yeah. Yeah, so there you yeah. go. Um, against the spread, I got one right. Um, I had Minnesota plus two. I got Jets plus ten. And then I had Miami minus three and a half. Uh, I did go three for three on locks. I had <laughs> the Chiefs, the Jags, and the Niners. Um, well, they were easy locks, honestly. But... Parlay I got wrong. It was an over under. Um I had uh Jets, Bills, uh Bucks Niners and Dolphins Chargers, and then my glizzy was the Giants, and you know. Did not cover six and a half. No. Didn't even cover ten. Tell us, young man. Didn't even cover twenty. Tell who what? What do you what do you got this week? Oh. Uh against the spread, I'm taking Cleveland minus three, the New York football giants plus four and a half. And the Cincinnati Bungles, minus three and a half. Wow. I'm taking the Cleveland Browns, minus three. The New York Football Giants, plus four and a half. And the Denver Broncos, minus three. Mm-hmm. I'm taking uh, KC, minus 14. <laughs> I'm going to take the Jets, minus one and a half. Um, and I'm also going to take Carolina, minus three. Okay. Go ahead. Locks? Yeah. Well, I'm thrice locking the Carolina money line. Nice, we're on the same boat. I'm okay. I'm not. I'm not. But I haven't been spread. My locks. I'm about to put in Carolina to win the division at plus three fifty. 
My locks are brown. <laughs> <laughs> my, my locks are brown, straight, Bengals straight, New York Giants and Commanders over 40 and a half. I have Cincinnati dose times, and then I have the Green Bay money line as well. Locking it up. Oh, that's fucking. He's just trying to take candy from my baby. Uh, that's what locks are supposed to be. Yeah. Locks are supposed to be no brainers. <laughs> Except I've been probably, I'm probably fucking three for 36 on locks this year. <laughs> but go ahead. I'm parlaying the Carolina money line, Buffalo minus seven, Cleveland minus three. It's plus 536. All right, you go, Brian. I forgot to calculate the okay. uh, odds. I have unders in all of these games. Uh, Cleveland, Baltimore, Miami, Buffalo, and Kansas City, Houston. It's plus 627 for the parlay. All right, I have the Bengals straight, the Browns straight, and now this is questionable, but I have the Saints straight because it's Ritter, right? Yeah. And yes. Uh, let's see, you know? Yeah, I was afraid of that game. Honestly. That's why I stayed away. That's just 281. Oh, I think. Okay. Glizzy God, pick of the week. Taking the Jacksonville Jaguars plus 174. Ooh. Go ahead. What do you got? Miami plus seven. I'm taking the Bears. Just kidding. The Bears are going to get beaten up and down the field. Eight and a half. Eight and a half? Nine, eight and a half, yeah. It's not even ten. Nah. (laughs) You saw what happened with the Giants. Yeah, I did. This is a perfect letdown game for the Eagles. They're not going to lose just one game all year. And they fucking walked through the Giants so much that they didn't even have to try. They don't even know what it's like for a team to compete against them for two weeks. They didn't compete. It was a non-compete. So, I'll take the Bears. I think the Bears are going to get dog-walked. Yeah, I think so too, honestly. All right. All right. I'll take the Bears. I think the Bills are going to dog-walk Miami. So do I. Okay. So do I. I think they'll cover seven. Who did you have? The Jaguars. Yeah, I think the Jaguars will. Yeah, I like the Jaguars too. Yeah, I was okay with that. I History thought, tells us Dallas is not going into the playoffs hot, dude. Right. And that's how I feel about the Eagles. Stop that. They're not finishing 16 1. Chicago's not that team, though. Yeah, I don't think they ain't the Giants, so we're running out of fucking weeks. So, you know. It could be the Giants after it doesn't matter anymore. Yeah, Giants go on to cool. lose. If the Giants lose to the Commanders this week and what Seattle wins tonight. You? And it's almost a certainty they can't get in. They'll go out there and they'll beat. They'll fucking what, beat the Eagles. What? Then. What if Just I told you time. the Eagles lose three games this year? Well, so but here's the thing: it's not that far fetched. Eagles Giants is week eighteen, right? Eagles could be all nice and comfy by then, and no seating is going to change, and they just roll out Gardner Minshew and the middle schoolers. You know, it's a very real possibility that the Giants are getting the Eagles backups in week eighteen. I'm just saying. I'm just talking out loud. That's all I am. Sorry. But go on. Tell us about our fucking abysmalness. We came in minus $1,468 on the year. We put $100 on every money line that we liked when we first started. So there's the Cleveland money line, the Minnesota money line, the Pittsburgh money line, the Carolina money line, the Tampa Bay money line, the Arizona money line, the Dallas money line, and the Kansas City money line. Or Dallas minus 17.5, KC minus 9, whatever it was. 100 on all of that in a parlay to win 54000 
We put. <laughs> Brian wasn't here when we did this. We put three fifty on the Cleveland money line, Minnesota money line parlay to pay back two thousand. Cool. That's another three fifty in the hole. And then we put five fifty on a round robin parlay situation involving Cleveland, Tampa Bay, Minnesota, and Pitt all money lines. So you know, round robin, just two of them win, and we wind up making a little bit of money. All four teams lost. So we're down another cool thousand for the week. Thanks for the great round robin idea, Anthony. We're down to minus twenty four hundred and sixty eight dollars on the year. Let's do some work. Now. I would like to say this: without me, we're down eleven k. He did make a big bet on the pack. <laughs> I'm just saying. Zero. Without me, we're down 11 fucking Gs. But hey, we're only down two. Hey, we only count the wins. We don't count the losses, right? Anyway. This is so our week. we all seem to like uh, Cincinnati. We all said in some All right, some let's do Cincinnati. And Carolina, I think, me and Hawk said. Cincinnati, Carolina, parlay. I'm doing it. Cincinnati, Carolina. Cincinnati with the points, right? Yeah, either or. Whichever. Cincinnati, Carolina with the points is three. Oh, with the points? Cincinnati with the points, Carolina money line, parlay. Okay. 423. 300 on that? Cover 12 Cincinnati. You want me to put 300 on it? 300 is 1570. And the money, and your 300 back. So really, oh, sorry, yeah. really 1270. Yeah. 1270. Yeah. yeah. All right. We got 700 left to play with, gentlemen. We're not going to do that. Titans are playing the Chargers. Yeah, that's a spicy. Can we go the King for Dose? Against a bad, a historically bad Chargers rush defense. I just am afraid because I feel like every week I say he's going to bounce back. I don't have it on here. He doesn't bounce back. Oh, it's those? Mm -hmm. I don't know. They didn't give it to me last week. Remember when we were trying to look it up? Yeah. Yeah, I don't have anything right now. All right, maybe we don't get King Henry for those. That's fine. That's, I mean, probably an ill-advised bet anyway. They all are. We both love Cleveland. How did you feel about Cleveland? You didn't pick the Ravens, did you? No, I didn't touch the Ravens at all. But I'd be okay with Cleveland. I think they're going to get mollywopped. So Cleveland minus three. The problem is they'll keep it close, which pisses me off. But Cleveland minus three is fine. You really, you're really high on the Bears, huh? Cause I'll, cause I'll do it, dude. It's like thirty. Cleveland minus three. Bears money line. That's plus seven forty three. I got seven sixty on here. Seven sixty is the number we use. <laughs> Fair enough. I don't know. You think that's worth money? You just made them your glizzy god pick of the week. Yeah. Yeah, but I one many moons ago we hung our reputation on the Glizzy God pick of the week. So now all of a sudden you're gonna make them the Glizzy and then tell me it's not worth the scratch, dude. All right, we're absolutely in. Let's go. We ride it on. We're all bees, baby. We should just add the bangles. All bees. All bees.
Bears, Bengals, Browns. We already have the Bengals in another bet, though. We're trying to win from our mistakes. Well, we just hit one. Imagine we just hit one. <laughs> Here's a fucking So you want to put yeah. Bengals minus three and a half in that as well? No, do Bengals straight. No, fuck, it's not worth the money. I just checked. Okay, so take the Bengals out completely. Unless we add the Broncos and make it a 4B. I don't, I don't want to bet on Brett Rippin. I don't want to bet on Brett Rippin. Because they're versing Kansas City. They're versing no, they're versing Arizona. Arizona. Still don't feel good about it. With fucking Colt, Colt McCoy. Yeah, Colt McCoy is a McCoy. fucking eons better than Brett Rippin. Eons better. Know, he might be cleared, though. I'm betting on him being cleared. I think so is the spread. But I don't care. Whatever you guys want to do. You know, I, I, I'm trash at this, so. I'm trash at this. I can't bet on the Broncos. I won't too. bet on the Broncos either. I can't do it. So we'll just leave it at Cleveland minus three, Chicago money line. What do you want to do on this? Plus 760. What do we have? 700 remaining. 100? You want to put 100 on it? Yeah. All right. We got um, fucking 600 left to go here. I just don't I, – I can't – I can't – I don't have it in me to bet on the Jets this week. No. What about the Rangers and the Patriots? <laughs> no, I'm not feeling that one. Stresses me out. It really, really does. Oops, someone scored again. Mm-hmm. Who was it? Looks like it was George Kittle. That helps nobody. Helps that was you. Brian. Yeah, boy. Yeah, how's Brian's fantasy matchup? Great. No one cares, dude. The, there's only two people on planet, three people on planet Earth that care. You two and Nick. Yeah, killed two catches, 30 yards, and a touchdown. He's, they haven't targeted a wide receiver yet. Yeah, they haven't really thrown the ball. So. That's unfucking believable And they haven't targeted Metcalf yet, so that's good. Love to see that. We love that. That's incredible, dude. Um, I'm I'm struggling. Yeah, so I'm struggling I. to find more things that I really love, love, love here. There's not a lot. You guys both seem to be big on Giants plus four and a half. If you're feeling that in any capacity. I feel like we just need to find something and dump the dump all of the, the six hundred on it. Like a parlay or just something? Anything. Chargers money line? No. Actually, this might be a get right game. Actually, the Titans are going to lose three in a row? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. It might be a get right game for the Titans. All right. I know you like the Packers, but I almost feel like fucking around and betting on the Rams, but we're not going to do that. I mean, I would. The Baker story, baby? The Baker story? I'm not opposed to it. No. He's not playing either. I don't love it. I mean, that's really not what about, the Rams are made of. What about under 49.5 in the Chiefs game? I have that on my parlay. I'd be okay with that. 
with Giants plus four and a half. And the Jaguars money line. That's roughly like plus, plus 880. You got 906. 600 would net us 6,000. Fuck around all you want, dude. Fuck around all you want. There's not a lot not a lot I love this week. I might be doing some touchdown touchdown nonsense. <laughs> Patriots Raiders, I don't know, man. I don't love it. Yeah. Yeah, it's difficult. I took the old spread on the Giants and got the minus three. But I don't like anything with it. Giants minus three is plus 236. Giants minus three? Mm-hmm. I don't know about all that now. <laughs> if I had it my way and some crazy, crazy fucking... I would probably take the Saints minus six and a half. The Giants minus three. Like buy these old spreads all over the place. And I'll probably take Carolina minus more than three. Six and a half, maybe. Individually or or as a poll? No, I probably. I don't know if I want to put 600 on it, though, you know, but I would put money on it. That puts it at. Plus seventeen hundred. What was it? it well, it'd be Giants minus three, Saints minus six and a half, and the Panthers minus six and a half. But I mean, this only matters if Pickett doesn't play. Right. If Pickett plays, it's different. You want to put three hundred on it? What do you guys think? Let's yeah, why not? Yeah, or we could buy it the other way. We could buy points the other way. You know what I'm saying? No, I mean I don't hate it. What about what about this one? Let me go with this one. This one this one would be better. We gotta win. We have to win. So we're running out of weeks to win. What about Miami? The XFL starts, dude. Yeah. What about we buy Miami up to ten? Good start so far? Are we like that? Yeah. I mean, I have a minus seven, but plus seven, rather. We buy them up to ten. We buy... You want to buy the Ravens up to seven? In a close game with the Browns? You think they keep it close? With Ty Huntley? Probably not. All right, that's fine. You want to buy the Jaguars up to seven against the Cowboys? I want it. Yeah, I'd be with that. Or seven and a half. I mean, I took their money line, so. 
Yeah, but we have to win. So we gotta try to find. I think seven and a half. Fuck you, bro. I wrote. I I wrote up seven for now, just because the odds are a little better. Okay. And then we need one more, at least. So we got Miami plus ten, Jacksonville plus seven. Patriots versus. That's what I was looking at. When you buy the Jets up to minus three and a half. You know, buy them up to minus three and a half? Yeah, they're minus one and a half right now, right? I can do that, but I thought you said you weren't high on the Jets' money line. I, I'm not going to touch them in real life, dude. I'm not going to talk. I can't do it to myself. We buy the Patriots up to minus two from plus one and a half. Or you can just buy them up to plus three and a half. That puts it at 290. If you buy them up to plus yeah, 10. Dolphins plus 10, Jaguars plus 7, Patriots plus 3.5. All right. Yeah, I mean, I know. For 600? 600 wins 2,340. Yeah. Well, 1,700. Yeah. Uh, 1,740. 1740. Yeah. Wins 1,740. Yeah, wins 1,740. All right. Locked, cocked, ready to rock, dude. Cincinnati minus three and a half. Carolina money line parlay 300 to win 1,270. Cleveland minus three. Chicago money line parlay 100 to win 760. Then we got a little alternate spread parlay. Miami plus 10. Jacksonville plus 7. New England plus 3.5. 600 to win 1740. Those are the bets. We're going to dig ourselves out of a hole this week. You heard it here first. You got anything else to say? Justice for Mandy Rose is, tr- is trending on Twitter right now. Hell yeah. <laughs> Job somewhere. Why do we need just? She's making money. Why yeah. do we need what was just? But whatever. <laughs> now close us out, Jim boy, Jim boy, <laughs> Jim boy, Jimbo. <laughs> We're brought to you by House of Havoc Podcasting, Tiger Pack Productions, Stay Thirsty Company, Sachi D. Denaro, Justin's Chop Shop of West Hampton Beach and Dino Skate Park. Peace out. Stay tuned. <laughs>